You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's curtains up on another episode of West of Broadway. I'm celebrity publicist and theater veteran Will Armstrong, welcoming you to part two of our Frozen First National Tour celebration. If you listened to the last episode, we got to talk to the incredible Mason Reeves, who plays Kristoff, and he is fantastic and a great human and a supremely talented performer. And one of his partners in crime in the show Frozen is the reindeer Sven, and it is portrayed by two different actors on the tour, and we are speaking with one of them today, and I'm really excited to hear about how he got his role, what drew him to this role, and the evolution of his career. So we're going to talk to Evan Strand right now. Okay, we're all set. Um, Evan Strand, welcome to West of Broadway. (laughs) Hey, how are you? I'm really great, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk this morning. I know you guys all have a crazy schedule being on tour, but um, I, I really appreciate uh, getting a chance to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely want to dive into the show and hear all about that and the role that you're playing, which is and which is mind-boggling. Um, it's it's so cool. But first, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research on, online, and you have a fascinating story of arc, and that led you to the role that you're currently playing. I was hoping you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I grew up as a ballet dancer. Uh, that mm-hmm. was where the primary amount of my training really came from. I've been dancing. Uh, I'd say I've been dancing for about uh, 25 years, close to it. Um, and even though I'm not, there was a point I uh, got out of it and did less ballet and got more into the acting and musical theater side. I, I still I still do dance work. I still book some dance jobs here and there. Um, but I, I joined a, a jazz company in Chicago right out of high school. Uh, that was in uh, it led me to going out and auditioning for Joffrey Ballet, which was like my ultimate. Uh, company that I wanted to be with and, and after kind of seeing how everything was operating and the way companies worked, I realized I didn't I didn't want to get out of it. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the direction I wanted to go and I, at 19 I was going well shoot what do I do um, so I actually went back to school I, I was trained to be a firefighter and same thing I got through the program and I went nah this isn't it I don't want to do this God bless the men and women that do it but it just wasn't for me Sure. Uh, so I, I, I howled around a bit, jumped over to Tokyo and just back to Tokyo Disney, which was 
one of the best experiences of my life. Uh, learned some Japanese and enjoyed the hell out of it. And uh, came back, so, and, and what brought me back was yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, so you've been a Disney cast member like in the past before Frozen. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I've done I've done other little things. I've done work like I did I did the Frozen workshop uh, for the Anaheim Park, and I did the opening to Cars Land, and you know, little little fun things like that. Sure. Um, Excellent. And then I I I was uh, working with a woman, Marie de la Palme, who did I did the Cage with and several other pieces. I have the cage on my website. It's probably the most prominent one. Um, and I wanted to work with her. So I came back after Japan and I worked with her for a little while. And I was doing the ballet Firebird with my, my home company, uh, Southland Ballet Academy, Southland Ballet Theater. Mm-hmm. And um, I had several people come up to me after the performance saying, wow, that was amazing. You, your acting was so good. I didn't even recognize you. Should, you should get into acting. And I went, <laughs> you know, I kind of like that idea. Very cool. And, and so I just, I, I started, I took a couple classes in college and I said, you know, I, I really like this. And I did, I did a, I did a 1970s version of Romeo and Juliet and uh, played Paris. Had a great time with that. And a couple of guys in that show were taking an acting class with a woman, Jocelyn Jones. And I got into her studio and I, I studied acting with her for about eight years. And, uh, that really propelled me into where I'm at today and doing everything. And she's actually the reason I got into singing uh, because I, because of my ballet, I was with my agents. They would send me out for musical theater stuff all the time. And I, I would blow through the dance numbers and then I'd get <laughs> singing and I, I, I could not sing. I could not sing a single. No, I mean, I was horrible. And I finally, I finally got some training with it about, Two and a half years in, I was really starting to audition for some big stuff. I went out. I was I was super excited when I got to go out for America in Paris, and they were they were pretty seriously considering me for Jerry and all this stuff. And that was a, a nice, really nice push forward in, in the sense of like, wow, I could I could do this. I can actually yeah. do this now with with the training that I have and just continuing to push forward. I can do this and bringing us to here with this tour. I'm. I'm ecstatic to be able to really fulfilling my dreams with it, you know? Yeah, well, it, it sounds to me like with your background in ballet and your background with training to be a first responder, like these are all things that build your, like you, you, you can't go through either one of those things without being dedicated, without having an incredible work ethic, you know? And yeah. so it's just like, even though those weren't the right fits, develop the right skills to get you to become the successful performer that you are today, which is really amazing. Yeah. And, you know, that's really why I enjoy being an actor so much because, you know, those are fun to mention. Everybody's like, well, you're a ballet dancer and you're a firefighter? Whoa! (laughs) I've been doing martial arts for 17 years. I'm going for my third degree black belt right now. I I grew up playing all kinds of sports, baseball, soccer, wrestling. I did track and field. I pole vaulted, archery, horseback, right? I mean, you name it, I probably did it. And acting has been the only place that has allowed me to uh, utilize all of my talents and flourish. I mean, I, I submitted a video for, for sword fighting, and I just pulled out my sword and did a couple of moves and <laughs> got to do it. I, I, I did a commercial for that I, I had to pole vault in, and I thought I'd never use that skill for, for anything other than that. But um, Hilarious. Well, it, yeah. okay, so, so um, tell me, you get the call for... Um, 
to audition for Spen for Frozen. What was that like? What what goes through your head like as far as this is a brand new opportunity? It seems like. So I got I actually got the call for the ensemble audition. Okay. And when I got there, uh, I told the casting directors, "It's like, hey, I'd love to be considered for Spen." And they're like, "Oh, well, well yeah, okay, <laughs> sure, let's do it." <laughs> so we just Amazing. So I, I did the whole audition. I did the ensemble audition and, and went through everything, and they put me through all that. And then um, I got the I got the call um, in April to come out, fly out to New York, and do the spend final callback. Emphasis on final. And I was like, wow. oh. And I I had a couple other jobs I'd already signed contracts with. I couldn't wow. break them. I couldn't right. make it to New York, and I was devastated. I was wow. like, I, I'd been expecting this. I'd been hoping for it. I'd been somewhat planning for starting in, in September to come out to New York and start the tour and be good for a year. And and I, I it all kind of fell to pieces right in front of my eyes. And I spent a week and I was kind of devastated. And I emailed my contacts with, with the company. And I sent them a letter saying, hey, I'm very sorry. This is not what I expected. I I, I apologize for the way things had to turn out, uh, but I really appreciate all you've done. Thanks so much. I hope we can figure something out next time. And they got back to me and said, you know, we actually haven't found Sven yet. Can you come out in May? Yes, yes, absolutely, 100%. I am there. I'm there 100%. <laughs> that is, okay, so so this, so this what you're saying is from your, your first audition, you actually spoke up and you talked about what you wanted, which sounds like uh, – it, like from a casting standpoint, you want to cast somebody in the role that they want so that not only will they accept the role, but then they'll stay in the role, especially with the tour. And then when it didn't work out that you could make the call, you didn't, you didn't walk away like, I don't, I don't want to make waves. I'm just going to fade away into the ether. You spoke up, you, you thanked them, and you still showed. In- That's really an amazing lesson. That's really incredible. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. And and honestly, I, I've been getting that response from so many people that I tell this story to. And I, I, I guess it was just the way I was brought up. But I, I look at them and I go, you wouldn't have done that? Like, you're not going <laughs> to ask for what you want and then continue to say, hey, I'm still going for this. I'm sorry it didn't work out now, but let's try again. That and is it. That kind it, of baffles me that people are, are surprised that I did that. Well, because there, there's such an intimidational lore behind the casting table, and like it's thank you next, and you got your fifteen, yeah. your fifteen bars or your your eighteen bars, and your your like, and just for you to, yeah, I just think that that's amazing, and it just yeah. it's, a, it's a really a testament to your confidence and your willingness to. I, I just think it's great. It's great. Yeah. So you you get cast in the show, yep. and you. What was it? How like tell us a little bit about Sven and the Sven costume. So we actually, uh, we got to go out, we, they flew us out to Portland to try on the costume once more. And we, well, before that we did, we, we molded our head, which was an insane two and a half hour process that you could barely sure. breathe. But anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so we got the costume, we got to try it on all, all on there and play around with it a little bit. And then we get to rehearsals and, uh, Kyle and I both get there a week earlier to do some of the puppetry work. And they, they throw us in right away. They put us in the silk and they put us in the head. And we just kind of have to figure things out. And looking back at it, that we had about three weeks before we started getting in with the ensemble. And looking back at it, there were certain mistakes I was making. I'm like, wow, I'm so glad wow. I figured that out. <laughs> I'm Incredible. Just finding, 
finding the way to the head, knowing how the, the hinges work, knowing how the mechanism of the eyes and the ears work, and finding your way on the stilts and where you have to hold yourself. And if you're, if you're too far back, it's actually a lot harder if you kind of pitch forward a little bit. It takes a little bit more strength, but eventually you'll get the endurance and, and build yourself up to it that you can do it. Well, and so it is uh, the Frozen performs eight shows a week. And yeah. what is that like for you? So like, are, fortunately for us, uh, they, they figured out that eight shows per week for somebody that's doing Sven is not necessarily it's, it's difficult because somebody's not strong enough. But the human body, uh, it's not enough time to really fully recover. And it's sure. not a sustainable feat over a long period of time, like a year, two years, five years. Sure. Um, so they, they split the cast. So that there's two of us that do it. Uh, so we do four shows a week. And, I mean, I we have PT every day if we need, every other day. I, I usually go in every other day. Um, and, and I've got a very specific physical... I go to the gym and I have to I have to partake in to keep my body in the right shape, in the right stamina, in the right flexibility. Um, and it's it's not something that I can really skimp on because otherwise I'll get injured and that yeah. doesn't help anybody. <laughs> Amazing. Were you surprised? Okay, so uh, let me take you back to your first time entering on stage in an actual performance yeah. of Frozen. Were you like, what was it like to hear the reaction? Because I was in the audience and I saw uh, Sven and um, and Christoph enter, and it, uh, it's an audible gasp. Like people, are, what the heck am I looking at? It was so cool. Yeah. What was it like to do that to be that person? So, I'll be honest. In, in the costume, we're about half blind and half deaf, <laughs> so I don't <laughs> hear everything. But wow. When I do, I mean, we, we had an audience last night that was just so loud and so glorious, and they loved every little minute of it. And it was, it's, it's, it's refreshing to get that feedback as we're performing and go, okay, yeah, let's go with it. And it builds all of us up. It's wonderful. And I think that's the real draw of live performance is having that immediate reaction with the audience and being able to play with them and communicate with them, even though you're not having a specific dialogue with them. You're not breaking that fourth wall, as we like to say. Um, right. when, I can, when, when we come out and I can hear that, Oh man, it it picks me up. It, it's a shot of adrenaline, real quick. It's great. <laughs> is, is is there something special about uh, starting off your tour here in California, being a California boy? Absolutely. I mean, uh, being able to spend uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and my birthday with with friends and family, living in my own home, coming, spending two months out, two and a half months out in New York, working on stuff, and then coming back and being able to just relax and sleep in my own bed for just a little bit longer. Sure. Um, brings everything together for me. I'm, I'm able to just kind of tie up a couple of loose ends and then really hit the road and with a, with a strong positive attitude and, and enjoy every minute of it while I'm out. Incredible. And, and and so, do you have any other like Have you seen shows at the Pantages and like uh, before being in Frozen? I I might have gone when I was a kid when I was younger because I my grandmother would always go get tickets for stuff. But we, we normally went to more like the stuff at the Dorothy Chandler and the Mark Taper and, and the Amundsen Theater because um, living in – my sure. grandparents living in Pasadena, it was a lot closer for them. Sure, uh, absolutely. So I don't, but I don't it's, think so, I ever went to Pantages, but being able to do this show is a huge check off the bucket list. I mean, because I, I, I've performed at the Taper. I've gotten to 
I've gotten to work with a couple of ballet companies at the Dorothy Chandler. Um, mm-hmm. And just, you know, it's, it, it, this the Pantages is, is one of the few theaters in L.A. that's the big theater, you know? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it's a it's a very special theater, and uh, yeah. I'm so glad you got an opportunity to. Uh, yeah. Um, um, but uh, so okay, so um, my last question is, what do you do? Like, okay, so it's winter, it's cold and flu season. You have a very strenuous job. Like, what how, what are your tips to staying like to, to staying healthy and staying fit? Other than just like going to the gym, getting lots of rest, drinking lots of water. Like, what what else? Yeah. Which, I mean, what else? other than other than sleeping and eating and drinking properly, I I mm-hmm. actually practice several um, Eastern philosophy practices. Um, I, I have studied a little bit of acupuncture, acupressure, um, Chinese medicine with cranial sacral breathing techniques, uh, and that all comes back to my martial arts, my Tai Chi. I do a lot of meditation, um, and it wow. I focus a lot on the. Uh, flexibility and alignment of the spine and encouraging spinal fluid and brain activity through meditation. And that adds a lot to the mental stability of everything, but keeping all of that um, properly oiled, so to speak, sure. uh, encourages uh, smoother muscle um, function and, and being able to operate physically that much easier. You know, I, I wow. couldn't only do the meditation. I have to do the physical workout as well. But Absolutely. including it, that it, makes everything work, operate so much smoother. That's great advice. Evan, it sounds like you are all set to be, uh, begin your world tour, I mean, your national tour of Frozen, the first national tour. Uh, so happy to get a chance to talk with you. And thank you so Absolutely. much for giving us some insight into this fascinating and incredible character. And congratulations on your um, the trajectory of your career, it just, and I wish you continued success. Um, Thank Frozen you. the Musical is playing at the Pantages Theater now until February 2nd, and tickets are available at hollywoodpantages.com. If you want to keep up with Evan, we can find you at, is it evan.strand on Instagram and evanstrand.com? Is that correct? That is, and, and if, if anybody can't find that, reaching out through the Broadway or Frozen tour uh, Instagram is always a, an easy way to get hold of me, too. They, they can get messages to me if anybody needs to contact me for anything at all. So. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. I wish you and the rest of your incredible cast the best of luck and have an amazing time on tour. And um, I, and anyone listening, uh, if you're in L.A., go check them out before Groundhog Day. Thanks so much, Evan. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. I want to thank Evan and the folks at Disney and the incredible team at the Hollywood Pantages Theater for making this interview happen. And I encourage you all to follow Evan on Instagram. He's evan.strand on Instagram. And uh, the Hollywood Pantages Theater is also a fantastic uh, Instagram account to follow. And then the Frozen Tour, if you want to keep up with Evan and all of his cast members. It's a fantastic way and uh, like and comment and send the messages and and keep track of them as they travel all around the country. And for me, you can follow me at Will Armstrong PR across all social media platforms and feel free to check out westofbroadwaypodcast.com for all of our past episodes. I really appreciate you all checking out this podcast and I hope you enjoyed this show. I think it was fantastic. Looking forward to many, many more. So enjoy your day and thanks for listening. And if you're if you're ever looking for us, you can find us just west of Broadway.
Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.